Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in conversation podcast episode 159 and my special guest today is none other than the legendary DJ Cubert. Yes, the DJ Cubert. Um how this interview came about was completely bizarre and like lightning fast it was i i put out some feelers like i've been doing to various djs and um cuba came back to me uh very quickly and we exchanged numbers and we started texting and then uh within uh, within about an hour of 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 talking via text we were actually speaking um which was amazing um and i managed to capture obviously the conversation as part of an interview type thing um but yeah, it was like, it was one of those like kind of spur of the moment. I was, I was, I was perfectly frank with you. I was totally unprepared. I had no notes. I usually have show notes for these sort of things and, um, didn't have anything. So it was kind of just like off the cuff. And, um, yeah, I've been holding on to this for about a month now, which has been another like big thing because I'm like, I, re- I really want this, but I, I've got all these other DJs in first and, and, uh, you know, we had DJ Rob Swift and Dilly. We had, uh, Cutmaster Swift. We had DJ Woody, we had DJ Rasp. We had Jesse Cage. All these other DJs were already in and locked in. And, um, yeah, I've been holding on to this for a while. So, um, I'm going to release it now, um, because I feel it's the best time to do it. Um, he's got some free music on his website now as well. So if you're anyone's looking for stuff to scratch to, or just to listen to, um, he's got all his music is free and um also he's releasing wave twister zero um which is a prequel to wave twisters uh it's the origins apparently and we talk about it in the interview and it's um yeah that's all out now so please go check that out and uh yeah thank you to everyone that's been listening this week i've had actually a fantastic week of interviews i'm, I'm still a bit giddy um but we've had we started the week with chromags which was amazing we had um harley get from my childhood that's been absolutely bizarre and um then we had the lonely ones brand new band uh formerly boba flex that was a great great chat as well because um that was a nice little discovery piece for me and then we had um on hollow ground uh band out of the uk uh, about to release an album as well and uh, that was good again a discovery piece for me kind of like on their sort of origins things like that then we had the real dmt who worked with rob swift on that ep the cure ep um which is great and then today got dj cuba i mean yeah absolutely fantastic and i've got some really exciting djs coming up as well um like i said i put out a bunch of feelers to some djs i really wanted to speak to and i actually heard back from ones that i didn't think i'd hear back from so cuba was one of them rob swift was another one and i got another one uh yesterday that i heard back from and and i'm super excited for that one that's coming in july um and then i've got um another interview next week another dmc um uh, scratch dj and yeah we're just we're just rolling with this i'm loving it i should have done this a long time ago um but yeah, uh, if there's any DJs you want me to try and speak to, let me know. Uh, I'll see if I can put out the feelers and see if they're interested. Um, looking more in the club DJ field at the moment, just waiting to sort of secure things down with a couple people. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for this week, guys. I hope you had a good one. This is actually going to be my, um, uh, I would say, the last on the quarantine um podcasts if you will and uh for now um and we're going to sort of go to a sort of like i say a more regular basis what i said on the previous podcast on a sort of like sort of weekly bi-weekly basis i think after this um but it's been absolutely mind-boggling uh a lot of this i think i've done over 50 oh 55 interviews i think it is um since since lockdown started and released as well now and um 
yeah it's been absolutely brilliant i've been loving doing this sort of just providing content generally and talking to all these people it's been amazing um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna tally it up and do a proper little thing on my um socials just to sort of um sum it all up i think on that front but without much further ado i know what you're here for you're not here to hear me ramble and fap over it well you're gonna hear me fap in a minute because i'm speaking to cubert um (laughs) but this is dj cubert enjoy I'd like to welcome to my show this week, I have an insanely special guest. I have DJ Cuba. Welcome. What's up? What's up? <laughs> How are you doing today, man? Oh, good, good, good. This is uh, actually, uh, what, what time is it over there? Uh, we just hit six o'clock. Six o'clock PM? Yeah, PM. Woo, it's uh, 10 in the morning here. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's like I'm in the future, you know? yeah (laughs) it's all good um but yeah no uh like i said before we hit recording thank you for doing this uh i really appreciate it um thank you thank you you. it is an absolute i'm just gonna kiss your ass for a little bit it's an absolute honor to speak to you uh being Ah, a a turntablist and all that kind of stuff you are someone that i i i've watched constantly um for many many years i've bought a lot of your merchandise as well actually to be honest that's great um and sort of supported you that way and stuff and yeah no just just that's why i'm just like this kind of blown away a little bit by this so um it's it's really cool to have you on the show oh right on thank you so much so um (laughs) it's all good so what i want to do uh basically i I'm, i'm running these special shows uh like every friday i release a show uh around djs now, I've had a couple of UK uh, scratch turntablists um, on the show. I've had uh, DJ Woody and DJ Rasp, um, both DMC, IDA, et cetera, champions. Um, I've, uh, I've actually recorded an interview with Rob Swift as well the other mm-hmm. day, which was really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I've, I've had a US radio DJ on as well, uh, a guy called Jesse Cage, he's based out of Florida. Okay. Um, uh. But it's just sort of covering the spectrum of DJs. And um, my, my main passion when it comes to DJ is turntablism. Um, I love rock music as well. That's why I had the rock DJ on. Um, mm. But I've always been a turntablist. I was a turntablist in a band uh, for a good 10 years, um, traveled the uk and and europe uh in that band uh just sort of scratching away behind some heavy music and oh, what? Um, yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> and uh um and yeah just sort of like a background on that and, and just sort of having a passion for for nip- manipulating sounds and sort of making i don't know i don't know what to describe with it but it's just uh making noise i guess um but yeah, no, I just, I, I just really wanted to sort of like connect with a lot of DJs and stuff, especially like people like you, because you're, you're like so influential, not just for myself, but around the whole sort of scene, if you will. But yeah, what I want to do is kind of just sort of like take you back a little bit uh, and sort of get a bit about your origin story and stuff like that. Like, like when you first sort of like, you know, got into this sort of style of things or when you got into music, stuff like that. Um, sure. so, so if you wouldn't mind, just sort of taking it from there and, and we'll just take it from... You know, when you were a small cubit, if you will. Uh, uh, like, where do I start? I don't even know where to start. I just uh, loved music ever since I was uh, a kid. My mom said I would kick in the stomach when she would play uh, classical music. And, nice. Um, she played a lot of classical music when I was a kid uh, growing up. And uh, I don't know, I just fell in love with uh, jazz and Indian classical music, especially. And then hip-hop came out, and that was just, that was it right there. <laughs> 
And what, what, where do you get the sort of like, because um, obviously, you know, being into the sort of like, I could probably see it from the jazz point of view, but, you know, where, where do you get your, um, like, where, where, where does your sort of like influence come from when it comes to the sort of turntable style things? Because I watch a lot of, I've watched a lot of your routines over the years. Um, and I just want to know where the sort of like, where, where it comes from, if you will. Um, as far as, uh, like, um, this, the scratch style I do or the, yeah, or the, just the, the influence. The, yeah. The influence, the inspiration behind it. Uh, just, um, you know, I, I mean, at first it was just like the weirdest sound. You're like, what the hell is this? This mm. is so, so crazy, you know? Um, and then it, uh, turned into, uh, uh, just doing it all the time. I couldn't get enough of it and just, you know, playing around with music and, it was just I was addicted. I was like, "Damn, what kind of musical instrument is this right here?" You know, and it was it was crazy. And you know, I was so into the breakdancing scene, the b boy scene, and all the graffiti and all the the whole hip hop culture with the fat laces on the shoes. And I yeah. was just anything hip hop. I was like, "I'm about it." Yeah, that's me. You know, I fucking I didn't know anything else. I was just a hip hop nerd. I just went in everything hip hop. And then when I saw Wild Style and Star Wars, I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> that was the nuttiest shit ever and you know beach street came out and mm. there was a lot of breakers around here in san francisco and poppers and and it was just it was crazy um all the music they played it was always the best stuff and you couldn't hear it on the radio i was like what the hell how come they would never play this stuff on the radio mm. and so that uh kind of just i i guess it just kind of spilled over into my life right now it's like we're anti-radio we just want to <laughs> hear stuff that no one's ever heard before you know so it's kind of kind of the same yeah yeah no no i definitely get that i, lo- I love that sort of because I, I dj um i do rock clubs and stuff in the uk so i do yeah. i do play out quite often um oh. and i always like you know because we don't we don't get that kind of music on the radio here i know i lived in the states for a little bit and there's like dedicated rock stations mm. for that on fm frequency am free whatever frequency you want to listen to here okay. you want to get it it's internet you know there's one on 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 the sort of like um digital side of things if you will mm-hmm. um but nothing on the am fm really unless it's localized but um wow. or like a one-off show per week kind of thing right right so, what, what years are you talking about we're talking about right now oh even right now yeah. <laughs> that's true it is true yeah 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 i mean right now the radio is just it's just your sort of like your standard club music you know oh, sort God. of top 40 so you know you just sort of you know you, you can grin and Still bear it that. you know yeah. i'd rather listen to talk radio than than the music radio unfortunately oh yeah, but- <laughs> yeah i'd rather listen to uh, something i can learn on youtube rather than what's on the radio yeah yeah exactly exactly so i mean i dj for a, for an internet-based station like rock <clears throat> metal music and stuff like that so i get to flex that muscle on the radio if you will um but yeah no i love that thing it's stuff you you just don't hear and uh-huh. and that that's that sort of stuff that I really kind of gravitate to, and like, you know, that's what I love about rock music generally. It's quite obscure here still. You know, uh, you get your sort of big bands, which you get everywhere. Um, <laughs> you know, your Slipknots, your Iron Maidens, your your whatnot, your Metallicas and stuff. But oh, okay, um, but yeah, you know, just like any of the sort of like newer stuff or or stuff that kind of just sort of does well on, I guess, playlists now is the new thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, but yeah, no, that's really cool. So what? Over the sort of years you've been doing this, because you've been doing this, actually, I don't know how long you've been a, a turntablist for. I, I, 1985. 1985. Wow. I was, actually, yeah. I was only five at that point. <laughs> um, so you were, uh, how old were you at that point? I was 15 years old when I oh, okay. first started scratching. Okay. 
And who got you into the scratching side of things? Uh, one of my homies. He was just kind of like, um, uh, I, I was collecting a lot of uh, break, breaker music and uh, and uh, electro music and some hip hop. And then they were like, hey, why don't you bring all your records to, to the to my garage and we can have bring some of the homies over in the wall while dance mm. and so you know they're all the kids 15 16 13 12 years old all just dancing having a good time and we're playing records and then go and then he goes hey look at this and he went on top of the record and went and i was like oh man that's crazy and i was like oh that's how you scratch that's how you make that scratch sound duh <laughs> and then um so I took my records back home, had a big old crate of, not even a crate, it was just a fucking apple box of records, and it fell apart as I was walking down the hill. Like, one of the <laughs> sides fell off, and I remember it totally clearly, because I was so excited to get home and, and try that scratch out when I got onto my, my um, turntable. Nice. That's the roots right there. The roots right very, there. Very beginning. And was, oh, it, man. Was, it, was it your standard home, uh, sort of belt-driven... Yes, yeah. had, it's, so. it's the turntable with the radio in the front and the tape deck on the right front. And yes. And you would press radio and turntable at the same time with two fingers, and then you'd press record on the tape, and you could scratch nice. to the radio and record it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Wow. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> but before that, a little, maybe a couple months before that, I was in high school, and my friend was like, uh, this other guy was like, yeah, man, I know how to scratch. And I was like, really? Let me see. And then he went to my house. And he grabbed the needle and rubbed the needle across the record. And it was like, uh, uh. I was like, oh, that's not that cool. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. so I don't know if you ever seen me in my DMC competition in like 1991, I do that scratch with the needle over the record. Like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first scratch. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, that's a great place to showcase it. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but that's really, I mean, that's really cool. And when did you get your sort of like first set of turntables? What was that? First set of turntables. When the fuck was this? Uh, maybe a, a few months, maybe a year. Maybe, nah, maybe a few months after after that incident happened in my room. I, I moved downstairs and I, I my dad set set me up a little playroom and freaking um he uh, let me have one of his turntables from his his uh, little stereo setup and I connected that to the uh, to the components stereo mm. that I had and. Uh, we had a Radio Shack mixer, and the, there was no fader on there. We were just using the up and down faders, and that taught us the wrong thing because now we scratch backwards when when we, it's called hamster style yeah. or reverse style, and that that messed us up. So, but you know, that's why we scratch in reverse because we never had a fader. It was too expensive for that type of mixer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you actually about that as well. It was one of the questions I had was like, why why hamster style, not 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 regular because i know it's generally down to personal preference but that makes sense if you if you learn with just the up and down fader um, yeah yeah it, the think, same movements yeah if you if you twist your arm to the left it's the same movements. yeah yeah no that makes perfect sense that's crazy no, that's crazy it's I never bad, thought terrible that. terrible no. i must have been spoiled i had a i had a fake cross fader on my first turn table so oh good 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 yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah because uh, when i juggle I, I juggle normal but i scratch reverse so i have to keep switching the freaking thing so nowadays um I'm learning how to scratch normal now. Okay. Damn, I, sh- I should have did that before, but... I was going to say, that must be quite... A th- I mean, back when you actually had the hamster switch, like the physical switch, kind of like separate from the turntables as well. Um, uh, no, it was there. that We had uh, we had to... Um, actually, we didn't. In the DMC, we had to turn the mixer sideways oh, to right. scratch uh, with, like, in that way. Or, or, a da- uh, or I would turn my hand sideways, if I remember correctly, in that battle. 
1993. Was that the? Is that with the Technics um, EX? Tech, that mixer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got one of those somewhere on my wall. Technics mixer, guy. <laughs> oh, it might have been a Melos mixer. It was bef- no, ah. I think it was right before the. Uh, Mel- uh, I, no, I think it was right before the the really difficult Technics mixer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. No, I mean that. That's. I mean that's amazing. Like you had the sort of like impetus to actually like change stuff up to actually make it work for you as well, which you know. Like I said, I was a bit spoiled because I came into it a little bit later than you. So a lot of the stuff hello? was kind of like, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. Okay, cool. Um, was it impetus? Yeah, I said impetus, yes. Yeah, what does that word even mean? Uh, the instinct. <laughs> the instinct <laughs> okay. to, to, to do it. It's just a word. We, I guess it's a British word. Um, but like the sort of like know-how to do it, if you will. And uh-huh. um, <laughs> No, I was just like, like I said, I'm, I, I came into it. Obviously, I was... I'm at, at your point of starting. I was I was five, so I got into it when I was like, I started DJing actually around about eleven, twelve years old. So we, uh-huh. my brother had like a mobile disco unit. You know, you do kids' parties, weddings, all that kind of stuff. Um, no scratching there because the turntables we had were like literally on springs, like bouncing around. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> as much as I tried. Um, <laughs> um, but no, no, I was just like, uh, like having that kind of like know-how and everything from there. You kind of obviously showed that engineering, if you will, to kind of like evolve with any kind of setup um yeah gotta like, like blend in with water like water yeah no exactly and that, that's kind of gone into what you do now um with a lot of the stuff that you do or have done in the past with like developing mixers and and um and uh you got the photon fader at the moment yes sold out sorry about that uh we should be getting we're trying to make some more but uh you know the whole COVID stuff has uh yes slowed down the process but we're gonna we're definitely gonna make more of those and we're also gonna make the the mixer is called the Invader mixer with the computer in it, that's, so that's also on on its way too. So cool. I was going to ask you about the Invader mixer because um, mm-hmm. that that was that was something that I looked at a while when when you pro- had the prototype out. I was like, oh, that's really good. It like yeah, I yeah. mean, it essentially, I mean, the prototype kind of standard mixer and looked like a, a, a sort of like tablet embedded yeah. on it. You know, right, right, um, right. But you had everything kind of running on it and everything. I was like, that's, I just condense my setup completely. It'd be great. <laughs> yes, that is the goal. That's yeah. the goal. So what, what was, yeah, I mean, obviously that was one of the goals with it, but what, what was your sort of like, when you, when you get sort of like the opportunity to engineer these things, yeah. what, what sort of like process do you go through with it? I mean, obviously you've got your wealth of experience using various setups. I know early days you work with like Vestax and, and, and the QFO uh, and yeah. things like that. But how, how do these ideas come to you? What are they, what, what are the sort of like, you know, Again. It's actually just start. It starts. Um, it just starts as fun. You know, you're like, well, what would happen if we did this? What if this? What if that? And and you know, you kind of you're when you're in like kind of happy mood. You're in your childlike state. That's when the creative creativity usually comes out. When you're just kind of like being free. Like, how about this? You know, and and then <laughs> it just it, on accident. It's like, yeah, why not? And so we draw it. Usually that's how it starts. You draw it on a piece of paper, your little idea, and then the friggin' um computer guy the engineer guys will come and say yeah i can make that for you nice that, that's I mean, that simple that must, that, that must be really good um I suppose, yeah and then you draw your little extras on it and boom 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 and yeah. it comes out because the qfo was something that i've i've always wanted to possess um i've never Ooh, had i've never had rare, yeah rare. i know i know i've never had the opportunity really like sensibly to get it um without paying a stupid amount on ebay <laughs> But um, yeah. I went with like because because I, I kind of I switched to Vestax for a little bit. Um, uh-huh. 
during my sort of like DJing like tenure, if you will, because uh, I've, yeah. got, I've got the Technics. I've still got them. They're still going almost 20 years later. They're bulletproof. Um, and I, I got a couple of PDX 2000s um, okay. back in the day, uh, which, was, mm-hmm. which was nice. And they're, they're very stable um, on that front, yeah. like especially when I was in this band because I've got people jumping around in front of me. I'm jumping around as well. <laughs> they just stayed. I think punk rock started out there, right? Pro- yes, it did. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we just sort of like... Like I've still got one of my Vestax turntables, but I've always wanted the QFO. <laughs> it's like uh. it's one of those things. But then I got into like recently got into the portableism um, side of things. Um, oh yeah! In fact, within the last sort of year and a half, I've really gotten into it. I picked up a a new Mark um, PTO one. Um, oh, speaking of picking up uh, portable, I got to go pick up the new uh, Super Seal um, uh, Super Seal records coming. The new seven inches for the portable. Oh really? Ooh. Yeah. Add that to my shopping list. There we go. Yeah, go on thudrumble.com. You'll be able to pick it up. Yeah, cool. Now, I've ordered from you to the UK before, so that's all good. So I can do that. Like I said, I've still got one of the T-shirts I ordered from you. It's falling apart, but I'm not going to throw it away. Mm. So uh, i got the uh, old Adidas T-shirt you guys did with the um, like Adidas logo on the front with the beetle. And um, Adidas on the back that says, All Day I Dream About Scratching. It was all... It was a long time ago, that one. Yeah, oh my God, you got, oh, those are rare right there. Yeah, it's falling apart. I wore it to death. So it's, sort of, it's I've still got it, but it's got like holes on it and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, a, it's a proper antique at this point, but uh, I'm not going to throw it away. I'm going to keep it and maybe, uh, maybe stick it in a frame, I think. That's going to put it in my, uh, put it in my studio. So, um, mm. but no, I've still got that. And like, I've got a bunch of records, like the sort of, from Dirt Style to the sort of like, um, the seal uh stuff as well so i'm I can't think of the names at the moment but i've got them they're all in my record box so um but yeah no like i say long time sort of like fan and collector and supporter so it's all cool on that front um but yeah no i was, also just wanted to sort of like on like the because the, i've i've been wanting to try the photon phaser how did that mm-hmm. how did that come into sort of like um for i know you said like we got the sort of like you know the aspect of like just having fun and the engineers going yes but you know, like incorporating that with like telephones and stuff like that. What was you know? I suppose where did that come from? What was the sort of like? I know you see, want to kind of condense everything, but just having something that small, just for that sort of thing, it just sort of uh, I don't know. It just seemed pretty crazy to me. I really want to. Yeah, see you just look at the like, yeah, you know, uh, violin players or whatever guitarists. They go wherever they want. You know that type of thing. So yeah. why can't we? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's why I got into the portable thing because I can just take a box with me and a battery, and that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then i go off into a couple of screen like link up events and stuff that people have um and it's a really cool community actually that was the one thing i really like about it is the community spirit behind it because i only ever felt that before like early days with the scratching side of things but only with like people not with other djs other djs were kind of always i know really standoffish i don't know if it's in our nature to be or not but um you know like when i went to events and stuff it was sort of everyone was in their own corner if you will but mm-hmm. um but i was sort of like the only sort of other time i felt community was at a b-boy event uh which i know you mentioned like your friends sort of having parties and stuff and people break in and all that kind of stuff and popping um we had like uh the b-boy championships here uh or one of the heats world heats um and i went to a couple of those because i was working at a nightclub at the time and um they actually held one of the heat events and it was just reminding me full on of that and it was great um and that's where i get from the sort of like portable community these days where they mm. um 
you know they they kind of have that kind of like it's it's really that kind of grassroots level still which is really cool mm. what i want to do now is um sort of just get a couple more questions for you if that's all right and then i can let you sort of get on with the rest of your day get that um that song finish you were doing <laughs> beforehand um but um what i've got these are sort of like um sort of general questions i ask all my sort of like um guests on the show um but what, what it is is what i want to find out are three albums that really um kind of like shaped you to the person that you are today you Ooh, could, are you talking about hip-hop or, or this a, other any stuff? any anything that anything that really uh, made you yeah. like made Definitely you, who you miles, are. Davis. miles davis uh, miles davis uh, autumn leaves that song yes that song uh, was really like influential in me the way he just uses space to play uh notes and then um what else is there uh, uh ravi shankar you ever yep. heard of him yeah yeah the indian classical music yeah Ah, what else is there? Um, yeah. Ah, yeah, so anything Jimi Hendrix, I guess. Uh, uh, some of the, the blues from Jimi Hendrix is just, man, the guy's like in outer space, man. They just... Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just nonstop. It's like a... It's like a... I don't know, he's like a freaking... It's like a plant or something. You know, just a plant. It just sits there, but if you fast forward a plant, it's just moving around and stuff. and. Mm. It's just doing its thing, you know, just, yeah. ah, it's just weird. It's just, he's just there, just spinning out beauty. It's crazy. No, it's, it's, it is it is crazy watching people like that and, and, and just sort of watching that that music. It, you can see it flow, flow through them rather than just sort of coming out the speaker, coming, you know. It's not just about the hitting the strings at the right point. It's their whole sort of like the atmosphere they create with it as well. Huh. Um, and, yeah, no, Jimi Hendrix, he do, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> so I can't I can't knock anything he's ever done, um, but yeah, no, I've 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 been a long sort of fan, long time fan of Jimmy. So you know, just being mm-hmm. into that kind of heavy music, you generally have to be because he influenced so many people that you know you always go back and listen to the classics, if you will. Huh. Uh, Ravi Shankar, we know I sort of know from sort of like you know working with the Beatles stuff like that, so that's quite cool. Um, mm-hmm. And Miles Miles Davis again, another legend. So um yeah no fantastic fantastic um and finally what what's your um what are your apart from you know you probably turned your hobby into a into a profession but what are your hobbies away from music so away from the sort of turntables and stuff what do you kind um, of do to you know get away i'm, from I'm a, uh i'm into uh like i'm ufology big time yep ufology and, and stuff that's uh that has like uh how how like uh like how the world is kind of like um, a lot of like, like let's say like the powers that are trying to control human population, how they hypnotize people, that type of stuff. Yeah, I'm into that. It's, it's like it's really crazy how they're 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 messing up the people and they, and they treat us like cattle, mm, you know. Yeah. And they there's there's free energy out there that people could have and they, they're hiding it from us. And I don't think that's cool. No, no, that's I mean that yeah exactly. I mean especially kind of like in in the situation we are in right now, there's a lot of control happening mm-hmm. um obviously in the states it's kind of gone it's gone up a notch as well with what happened with um uh is it george george is it george furlong i can't remember i should really know the name but the gentleman that got um stepped on by oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and then definitely. and then the aftermath of that of people protesting and stuff like that and that kind of getting mm-hmm. you know hyper you know and it's you can see these things sort of come in and and moments of sort of like trigger points you know when you look back on it you can see yeah. the sort of like it's called a, a problem reaction solution like yes. they'll create a problem 
and then they'll get the reaction and they come in with the solution that's not even cool for us. <laughs> no, no, as long as it lines the pockets um, yeah. of those... of those Or control of the cattle. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I mean, that's a, that's a rabbit hole to sort of go down, but I think uh, yeah. we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I totally get on that front and, and just sort of like, you know, just sort of like the way things are going down at the moment, it's all... Yeah, it's all strange. It's all strange. I've never been in this sort of situation before, so it's kind of like, you know, you've got to keep an eye out for what, what is hiding behind the news, if you will, so what distractions mm-hmm. are happening and things like that to kind of, um, you know, keep you entertained, if you will, uh, to consume various products and stuff. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. Well, Cuba, that's all i got for you, man. Um, is there anything you wanted to sort of, like, promote or plug or anything while we're here? Just, just uh, look out for the new album. Um, it's uh, Wave Twisters Zero. It's a prequel to the first uh, movie, Wave Twisters, and uh, okay. all the songs. I think it's eighteen tracks, and, and all the songs are are the origins of each character. But you can get them for the, the first half of the album. All the the first nine tracks are free if you go to djcuper dot com. You can download them for free. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about free music and giving giving that out to the world and. You know, the new money in the future is just karma. You just help yeah. everyone that comes back to you, you know? Yeah, no, no, exactly, exactly. No, it's really cool. I'm going to go get those tracks right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> go and play them, whatever. Yeah, yeah no, whatever. I will do, I will do. But no, I'll be looking forward to that new album with the, for the sort of wave, the wave, I love the wave twist, the first one. You yeah, did, Origins. So. Origins, It'll so. Be wave twist is zero. Cool, excellent. Well, I look forward to that, man. And you have yourself a fantastic rest of the day. Hey, right on, man. Take care. Have a good one. Yeah, thank you very much, man. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Big blessings. Bye-bye.